Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. We just want to thank you, everybody that's tuning in right now. I think you're going to enjoy this um, interview. I'm here with Mickey Willis. He is the creator and producer of Plandemic. And I know a lot of you guys have watched it. It's, uh, you know, I've, I've been asked a lot about it and my thoughts, my opinions, but you're going to get to hear right from the source. So this should be pretty good. And uh, we just want you to know here, the voice of healing that there is healing for what's going on. And so many people that have been contacting us fearful of what's happening because they've been vaccinated and seeing what's happening in their families. This is a really a problem. This is a big problem. And uh, person after person we've interviewed here in this, in this setting and at this conference has, has a story about what's going on about family members, uh, husbands, wives, children, vaccinations that have gone wrong. But a lot of people don't really understand the, what is behind this. You know, I've heard a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, opinions, but I think that Mickey's here and, and I, think he got, he, I think he hit the nail on the head. I, I think he has a very straightforward look at what's going on in our country right now and the reasons why. Mickey, it's good to have you. Thank you. And I, I know that our viewers and listeners are going to enjoy this. And, and I, listen, I want to leave an open door to you uh, to come anytime because we're going to be putting studios here, studios here in Houston. And, and it's just not enough to talk about it once. We really need to keep pounding it until it gets into people's heads, until they start understanding what is really going on. So Thank you. I'd be honored anytime. Thank you. So, so tell me. What is what? Why did you do this? What happened that really got you thinking in this direction to bring lists uh, to to get this information out? Because I know you just didn't do it just to create a, a documentary. Correct. Y- your heart, something happened, and you said, "This needs to get out. This information needs to be known." Well, that actually started about thirty years ago when I lost my big brother to AZT, which was prescribed at the hands of Anthony Fauci was a medicine that ended up killing a, a tens of thousands of mm. people. And uh, while there were medicines very similar to what's happening right now, medicines that would have been uh, safe and effective that were pushed aside and, and hidden uh, for this miracle drug, quote unquote, AZT, which uh, did great harm. It did the exact opposite of what it was supposed to do and killed the T cells and killed the people. And so my brother died of AZT treatment and 34 days later, my mom died of bad cancer treatments. And so as a, a young man in my early 20s, that, that was the thing that really opened my eyes that there was a problem within the system of Western medicine. And so I, you know, I, I began to 
look through the years and and I that that's something that you don't forget when you lose two family members back to back and and my mom being my my best friend so you know there was uh, always the awareness of of something dark and mysterious happening behind the scenes of medicine and and uh, and then through the years, of course, being aware of that, I, I would look skeptically at uh, all of the current situations with uh, so many people dying of, of bad cancer treatments, and then the fact that uh, you know medical error is the number three killer of the human body. That always really stayed with me. That fact, and and so when I was uh, about uh, now, we're looking at almost two years ago. A very good friend of mine, Dr. Lori, brought. Judy Mikovits into my office to meet because she said that she's uh, finishing up her book and the book might make a really good movie in the style of Aaron Brockovich because that's, you know, it's kind of a David and Goliath story. And so Judy came in and sat down for about two hours and told me her story. And I, I, I loved her right away. I believed her right away. I could see it. Um, I could see the truth in her eyes and hear it in her voice. And I felt uh, a little bad because I was in the middle, uh, committed to another documentary at the time, which was to expose the mainstream media. Mm. After 30 years or so of working in and around media, I I know the game very well. I've been in the boardrooms. I know their tactics and their their secrets. And so I thought it was just, uh, you know, just drawing up to a point of just, just, I can't stand to see this industry do divide us and create so much hatred anymore. Mm. I was committed to making this documentary called The Narrative. So I told Judy, I said, I'm really sorry. I so would love to do this, um, but I'm, I'm booked out for the next year. And, um, and we kind of let it go. And then lo and behold, a year later, the, um, I, as I'm making this other documentary, I'm working with all these top whistleblowers and they kept uh, warning me saying, because of everything that was unfolding, because of the, 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 the sex trafficking rings that were being broken up and a lot of the, the drug trafficking rings and the, and the untouchables that were going down, the Harvey Weinsteins and the Jeff Ep- Jeffrey Epsteins of the world were going down. They said there's, there's very likely going to be a false flag, some major event to divert the world's attention very, very soon. Stand by, be careful, watch out. And then the, two weeks later, the, the pandemic is announced. And I reached out to these whistleblowers and I said, could this be it? And they said, absolutely is it. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to Judy Michaelvitz and I, I said, I'm, you know, long time no see. I'd like to talk to you about what's going on right now. And I, she lived 20 minutes from me at, the, at that point. And uh, I went and sat down with her and she got halfway into her explanation of what she thought was going on. And I said, this is too important for, to just sit down here without recording this. Why don't you come to my studio? Mm-hmm. And let's sit down and record a, a, a conversation. I, I think the world needs to hear this. And so we went and sat down and uh, she told me the whole story on camera and that became Plandemic One. Mm. I mean, as you're hearing, as you're listening to her and you're watching what's happening in the news, what were you thinking? You know, it was, it was just clear. At that point, it was, there was still the part of me that thought, Regardless of its origins, the virus's origins, regardless of all of that, if this is as bad as they say it is, we need to take it seriously because even if it was unleashed on society, I wouldn't put it past them to kill millions of people. So yeah. so let's take what they're saying very seriously and assume that it's real and it's deadly and that these numbers might be accurate. But as it started to unfold and you know, just along with the rest of, of society started to see how wrong every prediction was mm. and how misguided every protocol was and how um, illogical everything was that they were pushing at us yeah. for anyone with an ounce of common sense exactly. to, to say, well, hold, hold on a second. So, 
So vitamin D that comes from sunlight is a very um, powerful source into into healing our bodies and protecting mm -hmm. it, our natural immune system. And you want us to stay inside and fill our home with toxic chemicals to 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 try to sterilize our environment. I knew enough to know that when a when a human body goes into intensive care for a while, they can't just release it. They have to acclimate that body back into society because. When it lives in a sterile environment, it becomes very fragile mm -hmm. when it enters it, it enters our toxic environment. So I thought, that, God, this is really the, the most backwards medical advice I've ever heard. So then I started to become really suspicious, hired a research team, and said, let's go even further because I, I, I'm now very clear that, that something very draconian is, is unfolding right now. When, when, when you look at this, this pandemic, as you, as you, it's been termed and, and named, and you understand that you were already talking to people in the media departments that said you got to watch out because yeah. what's what's getting ready to happen, and and this is going to unfold to protect these people, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and and all of a sudden you start watching all this, then the you know the whole Weinstein's and the the uh, Epstein's and and everything all of a sudden starts falling, you know, coming into play. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what what did you take out of that? in that this could be even worse than what this pan pandemic is. Well, you're touching on something very important, and that is one of the questions that I'm often asked these days is, you know, they'll say, who is they, is a very, very um, popular question. And then they'll say, what is their end game? Like, what is it mm. that they want? It, pe it appears to be total control. And I say, correct, mm -hmm. total control. But then the question is, for what purpose? Yeah. What, do they, what do they want to achieve by having total control of the people, total surveillance state, and the ability to control our, our, our finances, our communications, our food, all of that? What, what is it that they are after? What do they gain from that besides the obvious? And I've come to the conclusion that because of all of these different rings were being uncovered mm -hmm. and that the untouchables were being touched, mm -hmm that it was, it, they got very scared. And that this was always part of the plan, that's why we called it pandemic, it was always part of the plan to manipulate society in some way by the release of a pathogen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I believe they pushed that game forward, they weren't ready for it, which is, is really the, the, the saving grace for humanity because they weren't fully ready, and it's pretty obvious because they're not mm. stupid people, and they're very sure. powerful, very cunning people. For the amount of uh, mistakes that are made on a, on a daily basis, it's really clear that they're scrambling to um, to get ready for something that wasn't ready to, be, to happen quite yet. I don't know mm. what year this was supposed to happen, but it definitely was in 2020. Yeah. And, um, and so when people ask me, well, what, is the, what do you think the end game is? I think it is t really protection from spending the rest of their lives in prison and being known as the traitors that they are. Mm -hmm. And so they had to really quick gain the reins of society to gain total control so that the information that was coming out, they could control the flow of it, all in the name of public safety. Mm -hmm. they, could, they could get people to surrender their liberties, to vote for censorship. You know, mm -hmm. and that's why there's been so much amplification of words like, you know, white supremacy and Nazi and all of that. Because if we can label half of our country or more that those things, then you have the other half going, well, we definitely don't want those people speaking in our country. So yeah. we, we support, we don't support freedom, you know, the, the censoring of freedom speech of, of speech typically, but for mm -hmm. those people we do. 
And what they don't realize is once the law is instated for the bad people, quote unquote, um, it's instated for all. Mm. And so these liberties never come back. I always say, remember, I was at World Trade Center on 9-11, so I remember every detail very well. It's the thing that really woke me up. Um, dug for survivors for three days. And I, re I always tell people, remember that we had one dummy that put explosives in their shoes. Mm -hmm. and, and 20 years later, we still take off our shoes at the airport. Mm -hmm. And so that's how those things work. Was that person planted? Perhaps. Perhaps that person was actually rigged to do that, that, mm -hmm. that stupid, you know, attempted crime so that they could justify and get everyone to vote for, yes, I don't mind taking off our shoes because we want to be safe when we fly. Mm -hmm. Well, then you suddenly have, you, gradually we're surrendering to the um, authorities to tell us, put your hands up, take off your belts, strip down. To, so we're, we're getting used to having other people telling us. The programming the, us. The, the programming. So that uh -huh. now it's like, now put on your mask. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's all mental conditioning. Want to get plugged into the Voice of Healing? Stream hours of VOH content on any device from home or on the go. Get access to all the teachings and programs that the Voice of Healing is streaming worldwide and be an integral part of what the Lord is doing in the greatest harvest of souls that the world has ever seen. Sign up today by heading to voh.church watch. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that actually mental condition, uh, masks are very... Uh, uh, it's a strong method that people use to to manipulate others. It sure it, is. It, it um, it's interesting. I mean, you're bringing up so many different points, and there's so many different directions I could go here, Mickey. You know, um, but I'm going to try to get back on my topic. <laughs> One of the things um, that I've seen and and, and that, that's that's happened through this, and you're right, I do feel like myself. Whoever planned this stuff, they're making a lot of mistakes right now. And really, so many people are waking up to it and stepping in and saying, I'm going to do something against this. And we just you know, talked to another guy that, in the airlines. People are starting to resist mm -hmm. and, and starting to step back. Um, we have a girl. We have a girl in our ministry. Uh, she's an actress. She's, very, she's well known and... Um, she was telling me about some of the stuff that's going on in Hollywood when we hear about the stuff of like uh, adrenal chrome yeah. and other stuff that's going on. The people have, a, you know, if, you, if you're sane, if you're a decent person, you have a really hard time belie believing people do this kind of stuff. Yeah. But they're doing it. She, uh, that was the first time I met with her. She wanted to sit down and talk and really she just wanted to, to uh, you know, confess, get this off of her chest, right? She was like, I'm so burdened with this stuff. I'm terrified. I'm I'm afraid of what they're going to do. She pulls her phone out and somebody's manipulating, moving through her phone, and and you know she's asking what kind of help. Well, of course, we have other people in the ministry that are within uh, the intelligence agencies, and and they've stepped in. But something wicked is at play. It's it, it really is happening. And and I think all of us, especially those of us that think we can't do nothing, we can. We can all be part of a bigger, yeah. uh, a bigger uh, uh, group that sees what's going on. So, so what are your plans now? You know, I heard uh, you're the most censored uh, document that's been out there. I say I'm the most censored pastor that's yeah. out there. So, well, good to see. We're you. on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> They're hammering me all it's the a time ba for badge of honor. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's. I said, man, oh man, well, you can't even speak your mind anymore, yeah. especially with the garbage I see them putting online. I'm, I said, this is just getting crazy. But 
what direction now do you want to go? And, and obviously you're waking people up. You, you're getting people to think outside the box because so many people, it scares me that so many people don't question the government and, and think everything is fine, all right. And that's how we got socialism. That's how we got communism. And I think for this nation, we're not those type of people where we are outside the box. True. Yeah. True. So the question is, where, where are we headed right now? What's up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Plandemic 3 is in, in production right now. And we just uh, announced that here at this event. We showed the first seven-minute teaser for the project. We're also creating a project called Faxinated, F-A-C-T-S, Faxinated, um, because Plandemic 3 will not lean so deep into the, the vaccination conversation uh, as much as it will lean into the stopping the indoctrination of our children. Yeah. And so there's a lot of ground to cover there with all the trafficking and everything that happens with our children and all of the different ways that our, our school curriculums and boards are being infiltrated by people that want to um, turn our young ones against themselves, each other, and our nation and our world. Yeah. And so it'll, that's where we're going to focus on Plandemic 3. So we did a side movie that we can really address the updated facts around uh, vaccinations. And then we're also doing a project with uh, the legendary G. Edward Griffin, who warned the world back in the 60s of what was coming. And he had a 90-minute lecture called More Deadly Than War. And so we're revamping that. And we just interviewed Ed uh, three, day, uh, yeah, three days ago, right uh, before I came to this event. Um, it's, he's just turned 90 years old and still holds, holds the same hope and positive conviction for our country and our people. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, they call him prophetic because he predicted everything that was happening here. But the truth is, it wasn't a prediction. When you ask him, he said, there's, nothing, there's no prediction about it. I'm, I was just reading from their manifestos telling us what they're going to do, wow. which was, they said, they'll, they'll defund the police, they'll create fake anti-fascist groups that will pit black people against white people and white people against black people and using the black people as cannon, cannon fodder. They'll burn down the cities. Uh, it just literally went through the whole, it's all in the manifestos that was written from in the si 50s and 60s. Mm. And so when we say pandemic, we're not joking. This has all been planned, and it is playing out exactly the way they planned it. Um, and now it's up to us, the people. Uh, just like the, the metaphors go, the, the mythologies go, there's a human story that we've been telling since the beginning of the cradle of civilization. When you understand the mythos of, of, of the human plight, you know that there's a reason that all iconic stories and movies that are worth mentioning today have a very si similar theme of... A, a catastrophe, some kind of a global crisis, uh, a, or even global in the sense of personal, but a major crisis that, that takes place. And then some reluctant hero, some everyday person is, is then charged with uh, the responsibility uh, and the inspiration to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And they go off in the world looking for the savior, looking for the mentors, and they're eventually told, the force is within. Mm -hmm. You are the one. And it takes them a while to accept that, but through trial and tribulation and facing their mortality, they finally step up to be the hero that they were born to be. And that is the stage that we are at right now with uh, humankind. You know, I, I talk about this a lot. Um, the early church, when we talk about the early church fathers, these are the men that were trained up by the apostles. Yeah. So they, they knew their doctrines, men like uh, Ignatius, who was the disciple of John. When you talk, talk about the word apocalypse, it doesn't mean the end of the world. Exactly. It literally means to pull back the veil. Lifting of the veil. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, to destroy the veil. Yeah. I mean, the Lord is, at the end, wants to illuminate us 
to what his divine plan and intention is. And all the early church fathers said it would happen in 6,000 years uh, of biblical history, 4,000 years from Adam till Jesus, 2,000 years from Jesus till now. So we are in that fight to expose the darkness. And and I believe God's going to use people that never thought they would be used, such as myself. I, I'd have never thought I'd be in this fight, right? But but God is awakening people through an enlightening, you know, a knowledge, a, a wisdom that goes beyond the things of the past. Because I do believe in this this darkness and what I've already seen and heard and people that have been there and watched this. Uh, there is pure evil. How, how There's no... There's no way you can reconcile some of the things that, that are happening. A normal person cannot, you know, think, well, this is just people wanting power. It goes beyond that, right? Far They're beyond. seeking power from that dark side, from yeah. from evil himself. Mm-hmm. And and I believe right and as bad as things look, honestly, I believe God's gonna flip the page here shortly. I believe we're gonna see God do something and we're gonna watch something that that is gonna not only bring people out of that darkness mm-hmm. to let people see how how bad that side is, but he's also going to create and restore actually what was lost back in the garden. Yeah. And and I don't know what your faith is, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I see it all. I actually, you know, people call me a prophet because I've been talking about this mm-hmm. and said this was going to happen, that's going to yeah. happen, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden here it unfolds the mm-hmm. this whole thing with COVID and and the, just this a massive lie. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying don't do this, don't do that, and, and and a lot of people listen, some people don't, they're dead. Yeah. But but clearly, f- for the talent that you have to put it on, put it on tape mm-hmm. and get that message out to other people, it's 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 extremely important. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. I, I, I pray that uh, that somehow I can get into this with you and bring a, bring a biblical side to it. Mm. Because Jesus actually talks, and literally, uh, he uses the word uh, in the New Testament. He said there'll be wars, rumors of wars, and uh, pestilence, mm-hmm. but actually it means plagues. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, but he talks about how these things would all, all be the sign mm-hmm. of this new coming of enlightenment yeah. not the end of the world yeah. but but the glory coming back into the earth and uh, I believe we're all playing a part in that right now getting that out and waking people up to it So I do absolutely I'm with you on that absolutely with you on that and it's time for the people of faith people mm-hmm. to understand that there is a creator beyond themselves I am someone who have explored all sides of religion and all of the major religions myself I have a deep respect for the beliefs of others and there have been, there's been no greater source in my life. Uh, I will say that through the past two years, I, I've been saying this privately, but I'll say it publicly at this moment, that I was, I've been baptized through the experience of pandemic um, to really understand the, that I pay attention to the energy that people admit mm-hmm. in front of me. And when I sit down in an interview, and there's a lot of times that I don't know the faith, uh, faith of the people that I'm interviewing, and uh, 100% of the time that I'm just taken by somebody and I end up with tears in my eyes and just moved by the, the spirit of the person, not just the words, not just the intellect, and not just the behavior, but there's something moving through them that, that gives you that, that feeling of remembering why we're here. Every time that person has been a person of faith and it has really opened my eyes. I've had my own um, 
Christ consciousness experience uh, in 2008, a very powerful experience that I will never forget. And it literally uh, created the environment for my wife and I to birth our children. And that's what it was about. It was me realigning with what I call the father frequency, something that um, was a wound in me because I was raised without a father and with a single mother. And so there was a little bit of an apprehension about, about the father frequency. And so it was uh, preparing me to become a father myself and that I would have to uh, meet the true Christ and not what I, not the judgments that I'd heard about it through the forms of religions that have gone astray. Yeah. And so that's where I stand right now in the purest possible sense of, of deep respect and reverence for those teachings and for that spirit. So, so when you judge your children, yeah. why do you judge them? Judge them? Yeah. You judge them to bring correction. Oh, to move him in the right direction. Sure. Judgment has never been about destroying his people. That's right. It's about bringing him yeah. to where he wants course, him to be. Course correction. Exactly. Yeah. And, it's, right. and, and I, I hate that theology where God, the Lord is angry with everybody. And if that was true, we'd all be gone a long time ago. Yeah. The Lord really loves us and is is he's really bringing us, you know, one, one of the things is he's just bringing us back to his way of thinking. And uh, people don't, we really don't realize who we are. And you said it earlier in the program, you know, we're going to be told you're the, you're the solution, right? And the, and the Lord is trying to get us to realize we were created in his image and we just need to tap into that vein. And once we tap into that vein, it's going to change everything. Um, I, I thank God that he took me out of the darkness that I lived in and, and the hopelessness and, and uh, brought me to a, a relationship, not a confession, but a relationship. And, and I see that there in you, brother. You know, and one of the things I've noticed about creative people, they're usually prophets. They have a prophetic gift. They don't know it, but once they tap into it, I've seen it in all, all the actors and actresses I've talked to um, and counseled. Uh, that gift gives them the ability. The enemy tries to use it for bad and misdirects it. Yeah. But if they would just let the Lord do what he wants to do in them, they, they could touch so many more people outside of what they're doing on, you know, their movies and stuff, so. It's the right use, the right use of the gifts that we're given, exactly. right? So if we're in music, if we're in dance, if we're in any form of art or mm -hmm. expression or of storytelling, these, I, I had this awakening regarding my medium of film, um, that there, it's such a, it's in the same way that food is a necessity and food gives us life, but there's bad food. And if we keep producing this bad food, it will do the opposite of giving us life. It will give us death. And the understanding that um, this, this actually came to me through a deep ceremonial prayer of understanding that um, I came out of it with, with the term medicinal media. Mm. Because I was shown that media was created to be medicine. Yeah. And that it actually contains the vibrational qualities to not only change someone's ideas, but to literally realign their DNA into a healthier, uh, into a to a to a health health healthier environment, and um, and but so many people just like they will produce bad food and consume bad food, they're producing media and using it uh, the wrong way. I'll just yeah. put it that way. And so it was really a, a a command that I received in 2008 to use media in the right way and um, and and utilize its power and never take it. Uh, for granted, uh, and never use it for any dark or greedy or op opportunistic reasons, but just Amen. just to amplify the word of Amen. truth and love. You know, the, 
as you're saying that, I, I think you'll enjoy this in the Hebrew mm-hmm. uh, or Greek. The word for uh, the word for witchcraft mm-hmm. is the word pharmacia. Ah, that's right. That's where right. we get the word pharmacy, pharmacy from. Yeah, that's right. And, and when you understand what witchcraft is, it's not somebody being able to cast a spell on you. Yeah. It's somebody controlling you. This is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Controlling you through false narratives, through false things, through mm-hmm. false words. Mm-hmm. So what we're watching the government do with this whole pandemic is phar- a pharmacy. It's witchcraft. Absolutely. And they're controlling people through fear. Yeah. And, and uh, I praise God the Lord's raising you up to break that fear, brother. Thank you, sir. So uh, we're here talking with uh, Mickey Willis, and man, I I just love this brother, and I hope we get to do some more stuff together, at least get to do some programs. You know, we we have a big background in our ministry behind with the movie industry and those guys, and uh, we I I have a feeling we're going to be doing some more stuff. Matter of fact, part of what we're setting up in Houston is not only just uh, tele uh, uh, broadcast studios and 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 that, but we're also setting up studios for film production because the guys that we're working with want to come down and do stuff there. So, brother, awesome. It, it, awesome. we're, we're going to do work. stuff. Good work. I look forward to that. Um, Mickey Willis, we just want to thank you for uh, the documentary and pandemic. I know you've been going through it. I mean, I've just been going through it a little bit by just doing little interviews. But uh, you ever need prayer, brother? We'll, we'll put a team of intercessors behind you and, and get you through this. So. Thank you. I want to thank all the listeners out here, the voice of healing, and uh, we just want to bless you and 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 keep this man in prayer. Uh, is there any way that people can get in contact with you yeah, or absolutely. help support what you're doing, uh, getting the movie, yes. the documentaries? Thank you. Uh, I, I've heard of this before. Where uh, um, I was ta- actually, I think I was talking to uh, Brother uh, uh, Mark Burns, and he was talking about you know, uh, uh, getting this, 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 this uh, documentary out. Mm, thank, yeah. thank you. So that, yeah, all of our films are free to the people. They're all, all a gift to the people and they can be found at pandemicseries.com. The link to my book is there. My book, I really want to highly recommend it. It was, it was written to restore faith and to reconnect families and, all, and loved ones that have been divided by this agenda. And it is already a bestseller. I'm, I'm really, really proud to say. Um, and um, and then there's also a donate button on that page. 100% of our films are made by donation only. Then that way we can give them free to the people. And um, But everything is right there, pandemicseries.com. Thank you for your support. Thank you, brother. Again, Mickey Willis, we need to support this man of God. Please get on his website. We love you out there. God bless you. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.